Hey guys, I'm Carrie and this is Bloom Podcast. I'm back this week with another solo episode. This one is going to be kind of random. There will be a ton of talk about various things that happened over the last week. And honestly, let's just hop right in. I want to talk about my highlights for the week. I think I spoke last week about how I was going to see my brother in Arkansas, and I did do that. I left on Thursday morning. I drove to Nashville to fly out of Nashville, and the flight was about an hour long to Northwest Arkansas. And I landed approximately 1.15. No, my thought took off at 1.15. I got there around... 2.30 I think and then we uh, went back to his place got ready and then started the night off strong it was honestly a great time I have quite the funny story to tell just a little bit later on uh, in the episode it won't take long to get there but stay tuned for that for sure and then my low lights oh my gosh you guys okay my brother We woke up on Friday morning and he was like, I want to go work out. Please go work out with me. And I've been in the gym on and off for the last six months or so. And I really didn't want to go like with my entire being. I didn't want to go. Something was telling me not to go and I should have listened (laughs) because my brother is much younger than me. He is six years younger than me, six and a half maybe. And I just, I, I I did not want to go to the gym with him because he works out religiously. So we get to the gym. uh, We hung out with his cousin for just a second who was also there and also lives in Arkansas. And then he was like, we're going to do shoulder. At first, I think he wanted to do legs. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, we'll do anything but that. And so we did shoulders. We did one exercise. And what is it with guys and like not warming up? Like what... What makes you think that it's okay to go in the gym and and not do any kind of stretching? We're not going to do anything. Like, we got on the ski machine thing for, like, a minute, two minutes, and then, like, that's our warm-up. I was, I knew, I knew something bad was going to happen. And then I, and then I knew, especially when my brother thought that he knew how much weight I could lift, and so he gave me... Mm, more weight than I needed and I should I did say something but then I was like no I'll just try it so we did one exercise and then we went into like dumbbell shoulder press or whatever the heck you want to call it and on my second set I was going up and my neck cracked from top to bottom and I immediately felt pain and it was so like the stiffness immediately set in and I was like oh my gosh I have done it now and it's not unlike me to not have neck pain like I will wake up with neck pain all the time which I know that's terrible and I need to get a new pillow but injuring my neck in the gym absolutely miserable I called my doctor nearly immediately and I was like I need medicine ASAP and um, luckily they were able to send me something and that kind of helped rectify the situation but I was Oh my gosh, I was miserable for like the next 24 hours. And then on Saturday, we went to the pool, which was fun. And I did apply my sunscreen like a responsible adult. But the second time that I applied my sunscreen, I did not get my brother to, you know, spray my back. And mm, your girl got roasted. 
Um, she's so red. She's almost purple. It's, and it's quite painful. It's really painful back there. And I'm like a stickler for putting on sunscreen because I, like many others, laid in the tenant bed way too much when I was in high school and in college. And I regret that so terribly. But now I'm just absolutely miserable with my neck and my shoulder or my back sunburn. It's like the perfect combo. But overall, it was a great weekend. I had a wonderful time. We did a lot of different things. We went to downtown Bentonville the first night. And then the second day, we went and toured um, Arkansas's football stadium. All of the things, like saw every, nearly every inch of the stadium and the football field and everything like that. And then uh, went to Top Golf, had a pool day, went to downtown Bentonville again, and Sunday was spent recovering from the weekend and then obviously flying back. The, the, drive, the flight back was okay. The drive home Sunday night was absolutely miserable and I'm uh, exhausted today. Like I'm absolutely exhausted. And that's why there was not an episode this morning because I just could not do it, guys. It was not going to happen. But that was my week or my weekend, and it was a great time. And I'll luckily get to see him again in a couple of weeks. I think he's coming here and will be here on his birthday. So that will be great. As far as favorites go, I haven't, I don't, I did put a favorite in last week. My base luggage, guys, top notch, top notch. I love it so much. The carry on rolls so smoothly. It is absolutely incredible. And the tote bag just fits on the back of my carry on perfectly. It's the perfect size. It fit great underneath the seat, and so did the carry-on fit overhead perfectly. I love it so much. I will definitely be purchasing more luggage from them. It is absolutely phenomenal. I highly recommend. It is pricey, but I think it's worth it. Worth it, one hundred and ten percent. So, let me get into my favorite for this week. This is not a new um, item to me. I actually have this item in two different colors. I saw a TikTok on it. I cannot remember the girl's name, but I believe she was wearing the, it was like a, it's like a bone color, like an off-white color version of what I wore this weekend. But it is a dress from Garage and it is a ribbed material. It has kind of, not a high neck, but it, it does not have any cleavage whatsoever, but it, so it comes up right like above your collarbones it's sleeveless, it's form-fitting, it's beautiful, it's a midi dress, and it has a slit nearly all the way up to <laughs> my hip bone. I'm a bit taller than the average woman, so on a, you know, average-looking girl, it might be, you know, a little bit lower than it is on me, but it, it comes up quite high, so it's very flattering on everyone. It's, I have the black version and the bone color. I love them both. Obviously black is very flattering on everybody and it's very slimming and it's already very slimming because it's ribbed. Um, it's just, it's so flattering. I love it so much. I've worn it a million times. Mine is so faded. I don't think they sell this particular dress any longer, but I've seen similar ones on their website and I will link them in the description of this episode. And I will also link some from Old Navy as well. Um, I love Old Navy so much. I have a couple, or I think I have about three ribbed dresses from them. 
that are about the same quality. They look a little bit different. The slits don't come as high on the side, but they're still very flattering, still very beautiful. Love them so much. And honestly, like throwing on a little ribbed dress with some white sneaks, that's my go-to look. I don't really care about wearing heels ever. I don't like to wear sandals, especially if I'm going out because I don't like when people spill things on my feet or if it's raining, I don't like my feet to be wet. Um, so that's just like a go-to look for me. So I will link several options in the description of this episode and you can always message me on Instagram if you're curious about what I do recommend. Um, but a little backstory on this dress, not really a backstory, but just, I will tell you that this dress has never failed me. Okay. Never failed me. Not once. And it especially did not fail me this weekend. As you all know, I am a single gal and I'm, I'm just living my life. Okay. I'm just trying to live it to the fullest, trying to become the best version of myself that I can be. And that's all I can do right now. Last week was a good week for me. I know I was talking I was being so positive and talking about how I have all this peace in my life and contentment and stuff like that. And I've continued to have that up until today. (laughs) And we will get into that a little bit more later on. But I wanted to tell a funny story about this weekend. I'm not going to be saying any names at all. But on Saturday night, our la- my last night in Bentonville or Northwest Arkansas, I guess my brother technically lives in Rogers, but we went to Bentonville. We went to one of the same bars we went to the first night. It was called Scotch and Soda. And then we went to dinner. I cannot remember where we ate. It was, we ate pizza. I don't know what the name of the restaurant was. Well, then we went to a place called Lady Slipper, I believe is what it was called. And we were all just chilling at the table. You know, it's like later in the evening and it's me and my brother and uh, one of his cousins. And then his wife showed up. A few of their friends were there. And someone looked at me and they were like, do you know who was sitting like nearly right beside you? And I was like, no, I don't, honestly. And they told me and I will not, I'm not going to name any names. I will say it is a celebrity. He is a singer and he's well known, very well known. Um, And he was sitting, I don't know, maybe like four or five feet from me on the same little bench area or whatever. And so <laughs> I started not like stealing glances or anything. I just, I, I was just curious. Like I just wanted to like scope everything out and he was sitting at a table with a bunch of people. And so I looked down and then I'd look back and then I could see that he was looking at me out of the corner of my eye. And <laughs> I cannot believe I've even talking about this on the podcast. So at one point we made eye contact and he reached out his hand. He said, hello, I am such and such. What's your name? And I shook his hand and I told him my name and he was like, well, would you want to come have a few drinks with me and my friends? And I said, absolutely. So I went and sat at their table, uh, which was not like a big deal because it was literally right next to where I was already sitting. And so had several drinks there with them and just talking, getting to know everyone, including him. And then he said that he was, they were going to go to another 
bar and asked if I would like to tag along. And I said, of course. So we left and went to another bar called Undercroft. And I won't go into any more detail about the rest of the night, but I will say that was so crazy, like just a crazy experience. I have dated people in the past, like a long time ago, that were kind of in the spotlight, but never anyone like, like at that caliber, I guess you would say. And not, I'm not saying we are dating. We are not dating at all, but, um, we did, you know, spend the evening together out and about with other people. So that was definitely an experience and (laughs) something I will never forget. And everybody I've told the story to is just like absolutely in awe. And like, they, they have no idea how to react to it. I don't even know how to react to it. I don't even know how I feel about it at this point, but it was just so crazy. It was so surreal that I even met this person and then they wanted to have conversation with me for the remainder of the night. It was actually insane, but, uh, we did exchange numbers and that is the end of that. (laughs) So (laughs) that is why that dress is my favorite y'all because the slit was on the side that he was sitting on. So obviously, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kind of not really. Um, this is all fun and games, guys. I'm just having a, I'm just having fun. Okay. Don't get mad. Don't get mad at me. Okay. Now let's go on to what am I watching, reading, listening to? I started watching the summer. I turned pretty. I think I already said that last week. I kind of finished that. And then on the plane, I did read some of the book Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. It's a romance. It's kind of a smut. I would say there's some sexy scenes in the book. Overall, it's pretty good so far. I don't mind it. It's it's quite nice. I guess I would say I'm about halfway through, but I will definitely be continuing that book and hopefully finishing it pretty soon. Um, I think that's all as far as like my little recap goes. I have listened to a couple of podcasts. I actually listened to one that my friend sent me the other day. I cannot remember for the life of me what it was called, but I do. I am enjoying a podcast called Date Yourself Instead. And one of her recent episodes was about like you know, when someone shows you their red flags, basically believe them the first time, which is something that I'm trying to live by. And then I'm trying to find the podcast that my friend sent me. I don't see it on here, but it was Rachel Hollis, the girl that wrote Girl Wash, Go Wash Your Face or whatever. The podcast is called New Mindset Who Dis. And the name of the episode, it's episode 505, I'm assuming, Rachel Hollis, stop being a good girl. And it was super relatable to me and something that I definitely needed to hear. It's a short episode. I think it was only 30 minutes, but I highly recommend that episode if you're looking for something to listen to. And then quickly, before I go into the brief message that I want to give you guys for today, which was actually a recommendation by my friend as well. We were talking earlier and she gave me this idea. So Thank you so much, Kristen, as always, for the advice. (laughs) But I checked our email this morning, uh, Bloom's email, 
And yesterday we had a listener send us a sweet, sweet message. I'm not going to share her name. Uh, She did not say anything about keeping it anonymous, but if you hear this, I am so glad that you sent this over because it actually made my entire day. But what she said, her, (laughs) her um, subject line of the email is new listener and peach milkshake virgin. (laughs) And she said, hi, Carrie and Courtney, my name is, and I'm not going to say because I'm not sure she wanted to remain anonymous or not. And she told me where she lived. She said, I was taking my dog for a long walk today and was in the mood for a new Good Mood Girls podcast. And Good Mood Girls is in quotes. And for some reason typed, quote, Whitney Simmons into Spotify to see what came up because she always puts me in a good mood. Anyway, I stumbled across episode 19 of Sister Chatter and honestly fell in love. You guys are so fun, bubbly, and even though this episode is a year old, I loved the topics you covered and just overall loved listening to you guys. I will be listening to more soon and hopefully catching up over the next few weeks until I get to present day episodes. Thanks for putting out some really great content. P.S. I've never had a peach milkshake before, but I'm planning to go to Chick-fil-A this upcoming Friday with my partner so we can experience what, from your point of view, seems to be an essential human dining experience. XOXO. I am, (laughs) I'm so, like, that literally makes me want to cry. Obviously, Courtney and I get emails all the time from, like, we have a lot of stuff linked to our email account, like, for affiliate links and, and things like that, or like we'll have certain brands reach out and want to work with us. And we've had, you know, a few people like listeners send us emails as well. Most of the time, our listeners will just send us an Instagram message. But to have someone take the time to write out that long message, and it, I'm just so, so, so thankful. So if you are listening to this, I hope you are. And I hope you get caught up soon if you're, you know, if you're trying to backtrack on the episodes. But honestly, things like that just make my entire day and honestly, my entire week and make everything about this podcast make much more sense to me. Because like Courtney and I have said 700,000 times, we just want to reach one person. And honestly, we reached someone across the country, which is so incredible. And I just love that we can resonate with people that are essentially strangers to us, but you feel like friends. So thank you so much for reaching out. You know who you are. And I, I just really appreciate that. And I just wanted to kind of throw that out there for you guys and just give you a glimpse at, you know, who else is listening to our podcast and yeah, so if you haven't listened to episode 19, definitely go do that. I might re-listen to it tomorrow so I can see how much we've improved from from them. But um, I really do appreciate stuff like that. It's just, it's the little things in life, guys. And if you are looking for something little that will make your day as well, go and listen to our episode on the little things in life. It is actually a great episode as well. Sorry, shameless plugs, shameless plug in that one. Okay. On to what I will be talking about today. This is probably going to be quite short. Um, I'm kind of tired from this weekend. Obviously had lots of fun festivities. But I was talking to my friend Kristen earlier today. As I mentioned earlier, I was feeling a little bit down. And I 
you know, coming off of the last, I would say, two, three, four weeks of feeling so high on life and just in general, I feel like I'd made like some decent progress in, you know, my life and myself and things like that. And honestly, I didn't even make this association until just now, but I did have to skip my therapy session last week because um, on Wednesday we had to add on an emergency surgery. And so I normally do my therapy sessions on Thursday, but I was leaving. My flight was at one and I left early that morning. So I didn't want to do that during a day of travel. And then I didn't want to not be fully present for that when I was in Arkansas. So I was originally scheduled for Wednesday afternoon that had to be rescheduled because of a surgery. And so I canceled and told her I would see her this week. Well, you know, here we are less than a week later, and it's been almost two weeks since my last therapy session. And I feel like I've kind of taken a few steps back. And I know last week I talked about how, you know, grief is it's such a funny thing it honestly is it's just you can feel so high and like you've just accomplished so much and then one tiny tiny minuscule little event that doesn't even really matter it really doesn't it can just set you back so far and it just makes you question everything like literally everything And so I was talking to my friend earlier today and I had a lot of um, anxiety just like coming off of the trip and like getting home so late last night. I did not expect to get home so late. Originally, I thought I was going to be home around like seven, didn't end up getting home until like 10. And so it was just a long day of traveling and I already felt so bad because I didn't get good sleep the night before. You can only imagine why, you know, we were out and about all night Saturday night and my brother and I had had several beverginos (laughs) during the day so I had a lot of anxiety about that and then a lot of anxiety about going back to work today after having so much time off and so I was just talking to my friend and I was just like I don't understand like how I can go from being so like feeling so good to just so bad all of a sudden. It's like crazy. And of course, she tries to encourage me and she's like, you need to go for a hot girl walk. You need to listen to a podcast. And most of the time, those things, you know, will work for me. But honestly, I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to get up. I was just literally and honestly scrolling on my phone for the entire afternoon. The entirety of the afternoon I spent scrolling on my phone, which does not help anything because I'm getting that constant or those quick short bursts of dopamine from whatever fun video I'm watching and then it's like I'm I'm drained after that like so I was talking to her and I was just like I just don't know you know what to do I'm I was feeling a little bit down because it's been you know my divorce was finalized in May but the separation happened in January my last date was (laughs) in December, we're getting real, we're getting real right now. Okay, we're, I'm gonna just spill the beans, because why not? So my last date, like, real date was last December. And that was a date that I planned for 
my ex-husband for his birthday. So it wasn't even like someone took me on a date. I took them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't even remember the last time someone took me on a date. You know what I'm saying? So I was feeling down about that. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, why does nobody want to date me? And I'm not, I'm not, that's not even what this episode is about. And honestly, like, it's not like I'm just actively searching. You know what I mean? I know that when the time is right, someone will come to me. And that's what I need to, that's what I'm clinging to right now. I know that I just need, I'm in a period of waiting. And that's what I need to do right now. And, you know, she was, you know, saying, you're just in a valley right now. You just have to keep going. She told me, she was like, I saw you last weekend and I just, I noticed such a big change, like a drastic change in you. And honestly, that is so true because just a few short months ago, I was, I was in just such a terrible, terrible place. And I talked with you guys last week about how I felt so much peace and contentment. And it was just like, all of a sudden, all of that progress that I had was just like out the window. And I didn't really know how to, I don't really know how to, you know, navigate this whole situation still to this day. It's still super hard for me. And I don't know, I was just down. I was so down. And of course, she's, you know, she's trying to build me up, build me up, build me up. And I appreciate that so greatly. And she told me that I needed to talk about essentially timelines on the podcast, which we've kind of touched on briefly in the past, my sister and I, Courtney, and I think someone, you know, kind of mentioned, I think they had asked a question, I think it was on a Q&A a couple of episodes ago, and they were just asking kind of what, you know, we did in our waiting periods in life, like after college, when you were either waiting to get into graduate school or whatever like that. Um, and so I just kind of want to briefly touch on this today because I feel like this is such an important topic that no one really talks about. And living in the South, it's so hard because everyone expects you to have this, this style of life. And this is the only life that is acceptable these days or was acceptable years and years and years ago. Well, I mean, it's 2023 now, guys, like let's grow, let's you know, evolve. Let's, let's want bigger and better things for ourselves. I'm not sitting here saying that marriage and children and having your dream career, those are not good things. I'm just sitting here saying not everyone's timeline is going to look the same. So when I was in my twenties, I was so dead set on getting out of college, going straight into whatever professional program I was going to go into. At the time, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. That quickly failed. Not failed, but I didn't even try. <laughs> um, I changed my uh, trajectory completely. And then I was like, well, once I get out of college, I'll need to meet somebody. Um, I tried, you know, I tried meeting people while I was in college. And looking back now, like, that was 10 years ago, I'm sitting here thinking, holy moly, like, what if I would have married one of the people that I met in college? Or when I was that young, like when I was dating someone from high school, and we talked about marriage and stuff like that. Like, what if I would have dated that person? I'm a completely different person than I am 
than I was then. Anyways, I'm getting a little bit off subject here, but I thought, you know, I have to graduate college. I have to get an amazing career. I have to marry someone and I have to have kids immediately, immediately. Those were my thoughts. And once I did get married or I got engaged shortly after I did get accepted into my professional program, my PA program at UAB. And then shortly after getting accepted, I was married. And then shortly after getting married, I moved to a new city. I finished my program. I told, you know, I discussed with my husband at the time that I wanted to be pregnant when I walked across the stage at graduation. And looking back now, how different my life would have been, like, it's just insane. And I thought that that's what I had to do. I thought that was the only way. And I'll tell you why, because someone had put in my head a long time ago that that was just what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to have babies. And at the time that I graduated from PA school, I guess I had been married for a little shy of three years. So I got married in 2017, graduated in December of 2019. So I would have been 27 at the time that I graduated. And I was like, I definitely want to have kids before I turn 30. Definitely want to do that. And so then it came time for, you know, me to graduate. I decided that that was not going to be the right way to go, which looking back now, I'm so thankful that I didn't. And then, you know, shortly after that, I was like, well, I'll work for a few months. Like, I'll work for a few months. And then at that point, that's when I'll be ready. Like, I will have, you know, my career underway. I'll be making real money. And at that point, I will be ready. And, you know, then it came time for that to happen again. And it was like, okay, maybe, maybe not yet. Maybe I need to wait a few more months. I would hate to start this career and just immediately have a baby. I would hate to do that. So then it was like, I'm going to wait until September. That gives me like eight months of work, like plenty of time to put money in savings and, you know, plenty of time to, you know, try to prepare. And then it was just like, okay, September rolled around. What I wasn't ready. And looking back now, I know that all of those reservations that I had at the time were just simply, you know, preparing me for this moment. So I'm super thankful that I did not, you know, have children. And I'm not saying that I never will. It's, it's all, it's all on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not all on me. But like, obviously, I have a medical background. I'm not naive in the fact in the fact and thinking that I'm just like super young. You know, I'm I know that I'm still young, but I also know that you know, women kind of have a timeline with these sort of things. So I've accepted in my heart that if I never have the opportunity to have a child, that I will be okay with that because at the end of the day, I in my heart do not believe that being a mother and having a child is my sole life purpose. I don't think that whatsoever. Do I think that I would love to be a mother? Absolutely. Do I think that I would love having a child? 100%. 
but if it never happened, that's not going to ruin my life because I know, you know, I have a great career. I'm a very successful woman. I have a family who loves me and I have nieces that I can love on whenever I want to. I have friends who have babies that I can also love on. I have friends in my life that do not have children right now. I have friends that in my life that do have children right now. I have fur babies. I have, you know, there are so many things in my life that I have. And would a child add to that? Absolutely. But at the same time, I have had to learn to be content with myself. And that goes for, you know, not having a child and then also not having a spouse right now or not having a significant other. I have to be content with myself and everything else that happens on top of that is just a bonus. Like when someone, I don't, I don't really believe in the concept of a soulmate. I think that's kind of overdone. If you believe in that, that's perfectly okay. And that's, you know, that's your life and that's your journey or whatever. But I fully believe that I just want to be a good person myself and I want to love myself fully and I want to have the life that I've always desired to have. And then if I find someone that loves me and I love them and they want to share that with me and add to my life, not take away from it, add to, then that will be, that will be perfect for me because I don't need somebody to complete me. I have to already be complete. So that got a little off subject, but what I'm trying to get at is You cannot live your life looking at other people's timelines, looking how they've lived their life, looking at what age that they got their dream car, or looking at what age they got their dream job, or looking at what age they had children or got married, or any of those things. Like, you cannot base your happiness on someone else's success. Number one, Comparison is the thief of joy. I've discussed, we've discussed this on the podcast 700 million times. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you sit here and you constantly compare yourself, your timelines, and your life to other people, you're going to be miserable and unhappy 100% of the time. 100% of the time. You and I too have to learn to be happy for those people and their successes and cheer for them instead of being upset that they're doing, you think that they're doing better than you. When in reality, you have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. I think that's, you know, a lot of people had, were very shocked to find out that I was getting a divorce or had gotten a divorce. And that just goes to show you, like, you just absolutely have no idea what is going on behind closed doors. And so number one thing, if you're going to take anything from this podcast, comparison is the thief of joy. Okay. You cannot, you cannot, absolutely cannot compare your timeline to anyone else's. Okay. Number two, I fully believe that you have to define your own success. If your success to you looks like going home to a spouse every night that loves you more than anything in the world and would do anything for you. And having a warm meal on the table when you get home, that's success. It's all a mindset thing. And I'm not saying that having a family or kids or a husband or 
or a dream job or anything like that is not successful, I'm saying you have to decide in your mind what is success to you. If your success is getting your dream career and being happy in that career, then that's all that matters. The rest of it, throw it out the window. Right? I don't even know what I believe for my life is going to be successful at this point. I have the dream job. I have, you know, the dream, I guess, you know, for some you would say a dream car or a dream home. Like I do own my own home. I do own my own car. I do have a great job. I have a great family, but like, I'm still trying to learn what, what else is going to add to my life. You know what I mean? So for me right now, how I define my success in my life is how I feel about myself. So am I pouring love into myself daily? Am I making time to do those self-care acts that I know that I need more than anything right now? Um, Right now, success for me cannot be based on the amount of dates that I have because that's zero. So... (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's a little bit uncalled for. But I I have to base it on things that are like relatable to my life right now or otherwise I'm going to go insane. Absolutely insane. So, comparison is the thief of joy. Define your own success and you will I'm not going to sit here and say you'll be happy, you know. 100% of the time, but that will that will change your whole mindset on things and that will change your whole outlook on life. And don't compare when you're getting married to the person next to you or when you are going to have children to the person next to you. Don't compare your life to anyone at all because you don't know. You have no idea what they are going through. I know last year when I shared my whole anxiety, depression journey, there were people in my life at the time that were super close to me in my life that stated that they had no idea that I was going through those things. No idea. And I think that that just goes to show you that people can hide like they can mask it. Well, you know, they can mask mental health issues. They can mask the fact that they have a load of debt. They can mask the fact that, you know, they're having trouble in their marriage. They can mask the fact that maybe they're not happy in their careers. So before you look to your neighbor, just know that you really need to look within. And that has to be where your joy comes from. That has to be how you decide what is successful to you. I don't know. I'm rambling at this point. I feel like I'm repeating myself. I hope that somebody gets something out of this episode. Honestly, I did not mean for it to go in the direction that it did. And I'm feeling a little bit scared to post it, but we're just going to go for it. Honestly, guys, because I just want to put something out for you. And I think that this might help. Like I said, if it helps one person, then that will be enough. Honestly, I am super tired and I am going to go to bed now, but I do so appreciate everyone's love about us being back. The last weeks, it 
episode was super successful. I don't know what's going on with our podcast right now. I feel like it's about to take off. I think it's going to take flight, but I do appreciate you guys so much. And if you could just do me one favor, if you've made it this far in the episode, please go on to Apple podcast or Spotify podcast or Spotify in general and rate and review our podcast. That helps us out greatly. If you want to give us a follow on Instagram, you can. It's at bloom underscore podcast. And we also have a TikTok. I have not been posted on there. Maybe I need to get back on there as well. But I do appreciate all of the love about last week's episode. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys again next week. So I hope you guys have a fabulous week. I'm sorry that this episode is a little bit late, but better late than never, right? So I hope you have a great week and I love you so much. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye guys.